Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets talking pro wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the No Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wrestling fans, and sports entertainment fans, Welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. And I'm Jay Tilly. Welcome to the Friday Night Smackdown and Rampage Review. JT, I love the crowd in Vegas, man. I'm a big Vegas fan, but uh, I don't know, man. What do you think? You know, we started to talk about it a little before we came on, and uh, I figured we'd stop because... yeah, I, I didn't get a whole lot from either show this week, um, and it's starting to become yeah. a trend with Ramp. Uh, sorry, I don't want to say a trend with Rampage. Rampage is usually inconsequential. Some random things happen on it, but I definitely felt that the show, the SmackDown show, I feel like I'm ready for WrestleMania. Like I feel like they've done everything they can do to get us to WrestleMania, and now almost like they got there too quick. And now we're just like, uh, 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 okay, oh, wow, like yeah. we should have, like if we had ended last down SmackDown, last week's SmackDown, I don't know, like I, almost like the booking is off by a week. Like I feel like now we're just kind of getting into some stuff to drag on. The the Rey Mysterio thing was good. Like it got us to the match that we knew was coming. The Cody stuff, the, the match with Ludwig was okay. It sets up for the rumored Cody Imperium feud afterwards, I think. So you could set that up. But all the interference at the end, like Cody hasn't had one of those screwy WWE finishes and it's stuck out like a sore thumb on this show. 
because every other one he's been pretty straightforward. It's a Cody match, beginning, end, no interference, no BS going on. And I think because it happened so much at the end of the, like, I guess it's the first match, so it's a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> because it happened so much in this show with Paul Heyman coming out, then you had Sokoa uh, jumping on the ring apron. Then you had the, what did the jacket or something get thrown into the ring to throw the, like there was just so much of it. It's like they had to make up for the fact that they haven't given him a screwy finish in the entire time he's had a run. And it goes back to that same fear I've got of, is is Vince really getting more and more control back there? Because this felt like a Vince McMahon booking, not a Triple H slash Cody slash Paul Heyman booking. Right. Yeah, and allegedly they've gone back and refilmed some segments that are now available on Peacock to eliminate the term wrestler. Really? And the only one that they didn't touch was the Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns when they talked about, you know, I'm one of the greatest professional wrestlers. That was the only wrestler, and they said it, Roman said it twice, or Roman said it once, and Cody said it twice, and those were the only ones they they didn't omit. So, like you like you were saying, there's probably unfortunately a little bit of truth to uh, to the fact that Vince is you know puppeteering again in the back, which is upsetting. And you know you're sitting here watching wrestling headlines, and there's a a headline, and then the it, then the news just moves on, like okay, Vince McMahon has reimbursed the WWE and Titan um, Titan organization, 17.3 million. So you mean to tell me that this dude basically stole 17 million and they're like, all right, bet next slide. Wait a minute. So, but uh, yeah, no, I thought the, the start of the show, which is what you want to do, which I'm super excited because we're getting ready to do our WrestleMania show and I like whenever the show starts I'm like oh the crowd what what's the crowd doing are they going to be boiling are they get, are they just going to be flat what's going on and now as we're getting every day is a day closer to WrestleMania and you know Cody went after he won the uh Royal Rumble he was like in 63 days I'm going to finish my story and now here we are you know literally uh 6 days away as of this recording for Cody to finish his story, actually a week from, so seven days to uh, finish his story and to go against um, Kaiser, Ludwig Kaiser, who looked phenomenal. He really played the part, the um, Cody, the moves were crisp. Everything was good. And like you said, like the continuous interference, absolutely not necessary for what we're looking at right now. But if you're trying to build stories and you're trying to build, I guess we have to say superstars again, then it sort of makes sense. And I don't think Ludwig will ever hold an individual title unless they bring back like, I don't know, the European championship or something. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I thought they looked good until they didn't. And then all of a sudden the match was over and Heyman was on the apron, Solo was on the apron, and then you heard from the crowd, you aren't yeah. ready. And brother, I tell you, I had goosebumps because I thought I thought we were going to see the Samoan spike like we never saw before. And man, just, so, whoo. 
So that I thought that was a I thought that was a really cool play, a good way for the crowd to get involved, and a strong segue into what we'd see throughout. Yeah, the show. I I, uh, I think they did a good job of that of setting me up for Monday night. Going, all right, I really want to see Solo yeah. and Cody go at it. Uh, I hope it's a yeah. clean match, and I hope it's not a suddenly everybody's involved and you know it's it's ends in ODQ. I hope they just let him go, and then Cody Cody beats him and uh-huh. says, "See, I told you you weren't ready." Or something to that effect, or have Cody get yeah. Well, you don't want Cody to lose because Cody's undefeated. Undefeated now, so you're leading up to Cody's undefeated streak versus Roman's, um, you know, Roman's streak as a champion. So it's a good story going into WrestleMania. So I don't think, I don't think Solo goes over, but I think you put a good match on, um, and but just have Solo get beat straight up, no interference. Maybe jump him after the fact, but let him have a good straight down the middle brawl and let Cody get yeah. solo over without going over, you know? Yeah, I was that that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, okay, we don't we don't necessarily even know what's gonna happen with with Solo's story, with his um storyline, I guess I should say, because you know the Usos are gonna stay together. There's gonna be something with main event J and there's gonna be a lot of fun there. But we haven't heard solo talk Jimmy is new on the mic, and then presumably, allegedly, Roman is going to go away for a minute. And yeah, so I, I'm. I think you give Solo a good showing. And there was a there was an excerpt from. I don't want to quote anybody who didn't say it, but there was something where they showed Solo holding both the U.S. and the Intercontinental oh, wow. title, and you're like, okay. This, this would be a completely different storyline, completely different bloodline because they're going to separate the tag titles. They're going to separate the world titles. And then to show solo holding both the U S and the intercontinental. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty fun. I can see them possibly getting there. So I was looking at this main event or this opening match on SmackDown as a Cody storyline. However, it could very well be the beginning of a Sokoa versus Gunther storyline. So you could have Empyrean coming out after after WrestleMania. Bloodline kind of falls apart. They're upset. And, you know, Empyrean comes out and says, hey, you cost you guys are the reason Ludwig lost because you interfered first and it cost us our game plan. So you could totally set up a, a right. going forward something to do with uh, Solo and, and Imperium. Could be my AEW brain kicking in and trying to plan stuff that's not there. <laughs> but I just, I like the match up until all the shenanigans. And again, it leads right into the whole, the rumors that, that Vince is back in charge because that's what it felt like. It felt like another, yeah, it felt go ahead. Real Vincey. Yeah. It felt a little Vincey. Don't make it weird. Yeah. Don't make it <laughs> weird. <laughs> I just, yeah, it was, and that was the beginning. And, and maybe because of that, I didn't enjoy the rest of the show because I was so disappointed in that end. Uh, even the Paul Heyman stuff wasn't great, and like you said, I, like you would om- you would sort of expect a little bit more from Heyman. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what uh, what they were thinking. So it was a good match, a subpar ending, a decent promo, not the best from especially Heyman and Cody. So. Um, I was really hoping that Charlotte would get us back on track promo wise 
and sort of clean up from what happened last week with uh, Rhea and her. So I had, you know, sort of mixed emotions about about that. So, yeah, moving on to the Charlotte stuff. I, I, I think I've said this every week. This is face Charlotte is not any good. E- even in this promo, she yeah. slipped a little and went into kind of heel. Now, maybe that's on purpose. I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, when she, they were what chanter and she's like, "Are you what chanting me?" Like, shut up! Like, and I was just like, "Oh, that's kind of heelish." And then she tried to quickly turn it around, like, "Ooh, I slipped." And she's like, "Oh, wait a minute." <laughs> yeah, I just I'm not feeling Charlotte this run, and I really hope that they have a really good show on WrestleMania because, like I've said past couple weeks, I'm not feeling it, man. I'm I'm worried about that match and the potential for that match. Yeah, because so win or lose, I personally believe even though charlotte's only been back for a minute i personally believe she needs to go away come back as a heel or something happen with the finish that requires her to turn heel but then what do you do with Rhea? and now so Rhea's gonna win now she's on friday he's gonna win judgment day really yeah i just i'm getting the feeling and we'll go into this when we talk about our wrestlemania yeah i'll save it for that show We'll talk about it during yeah, WrestleMania. Show. No, that's huge. I just like my am I I feel like I just got, you know, not anything in a bad way, but like my wind knocked out. Like, holy cow, because I like my my card is sort of already booked the winners. And then I'm I've started booking to WrestleMania like, OK, this is going to happen. Then this is going to happen. This person's going to come back. This person's going to sign. So I'm like, OK, I need Charlotte to do this so she can do this. So Becky can do this and Trish can do this and. And then there's going to be something with um, ex-con Dom. And, yeah, so it, uh, so all of that. So I'm thinking in my head, okay, then we got to do this, we got to do that. And then I'm flipping through, and I was on – it was either Bleacher Report, who lately have been doing a really, really good job if you set up your browser to get updates. Or you can go on – I like Raha.com, R-A-J-A-H.com. And it'll give you the match card a couple days in advance. And you're like, okay, I can sort of like book my own card for the night and some of the weird stuff. And when it was more Vincey than it has been, you were like, okay, this is going to happen. And then there's going to be some kind of innuendo, dumb comedy, dad joke thing. And so as soon as Charlotte ended, I was like, okay, we're going to see a really, really good piece of work. Because I'm a big L a night yeah fan and i thought we were going to see a fantastic match and then in the back of my mind my spidey senses kicked in i was like wait a minute we got to get dom involved and then i remembered oh wait a minute he already said yeah i'll go see mom and sis in vegas when um because they're going to be in in uh in tow with with ray i was like here we go it's going down and i think you know sad to say not just because it was L.A. night, not just because we finally got that last piece of what I think is going to be a above-average WrestleMania card, and there's some other stuff still cooking, so we'll, like you said, we'll get to that later. But yeah, I thought this was, um, this was my favorite part of the night, and I, I, I had such high hopes for the whole entire card, but yeah, this was, this was my favorite part of the night. The L.A. night uh Dominic or LA Knight Rey Mysterio just like LA Knight being involved I thought was pretty cool um so I so I think getting him on the card now is going to be easy because he's going to say well I beat a Hall of Famer 
And that's sort of in my brain, like, okay, how are we going to get L.A. Knight on the WrestleMania card? It's in L.A. His name is L.A. Knight. So I think there's going to be something with him and The Miz. We'll get involved or, you know, something fun. It'll be sort of kooky, but I think 2023 is going to be L.A. Knight's year. But I'm I'm glad that we finally got, we got over this Mysterio... Um, what was it going to take kind of thing? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the tease, for lack of better terms. Don't make it weird. And the, uh, you know, Dom yelling at his mom. That was a good way to do <laughs> it. Man. That worked. I was just like, no, you didn't, brother. So XCON Dom is going to get locked down. I thought we were going to see some kind of um, theme match. I think we still might. But I think it'll be. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was thinking yeah, about I that. Wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't mind that. I think. So I, I wouldn't mind it being like a street fight or a no holds barred or something. And Dom lays it out there that way. And, and Dominic just, you know, Dominic lays it out that way and Ray accepts it just to get it done. But that way you can put Dominic over by having Priest get involved or something. Uh, and then you could lead to a rematch down the road where it's like hair versus mask or something like that or Ooh, or yeah. something. Because I just, if, wow. if Ray, see, we're going to get into the WrestleMania stuff. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep everybody on the hook. We're gonna record that this week. It'll, it'll it go is. out this week on Wednesday. Uh, but we'll talk about our plans for WrestleMania and what we think is gonna happen. Stay tuned. Wednesday that'll drop, and I'll go into a lot more detail on some of the things I'm thinking. But yeah, I've got some ideas and some prognostications of what's gonna happen going forward. Uh, but back to the what happened on SmackDown. So any of us dads know that uh, you flip into dad mode real hardcore when somebody yells at mom. Because <laughs> I've done it with yeah. my girls. What did you just say to your mother? You get your butt back here. We need to talk. So there's yeah. definitely that that switch that dads have. And so when that happened, I'm like, oh yeah, that'd been it too. I'd be beating the hell out of my boy too if he talked to my, you know, if he talked to his mother that way. Because it's no longer that's your mom. That it's hey dude, that's my right. wife. And I've like, oh yeah, I I was just like no. So especially because they come from a very traditional Latino family that that wouldn't fly. So I, I really respected the the switch, the anger, the um, even to the point where it was like Ray was like, you made me do this. And I was just like, dang, dude. Yeah. So I think this is going to be a lot of fun. He's going to obviously be torn because he doesn't want to like beat up his son, but his son doesn't care at this point. And he wants to put this behind him and move on with his with his um, Hall of Fame career and do all this, that, and the other, which I totally appreciate that they did it tonight or last night versus on the Hall of Fame night. And the only thing that I wish was going to happen is Dom was going to be at the Hall of Fame induction, which for the storyline, I don't think he'll be there. And... Um, so, I, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that because so that's interesting why right? because most of the time Hall of Fame takes place outside of the WWE universe right so I'm trying to think of an example like you know you have the biggest rivals on stage you know congratulating the people they've worked with this one's weird because it's a current superstar in a current feud so do they just suspend suspend the storyline and have him there because he's going to want to be there for his dad's hall of fame like legit for exactly, real yeah. real life big deal 
So do they show them sitting in the fans maybe separate from the family? Or they just don't show them at all? Like, I guess they could creatively edit around that. But that I, I was thinking about that the other day, too. I'm like, that'd be really messed up if because of storyline, Vince doesn't let Dominic go to his father's Hall of Fame induction. Like, I'm hoping they take that right. kind of piece out of it and go, hey, like, we'll creatively edit around this, but obviously you're going to be there. So, yeah, I hope. I hope well, that's how they do it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I hope they do too. Just like comparing it to your and I's uh, military. I was career, just thinking that for me. Sorry, yeah. So for me, at the end of my career, my son held the position of senior enlisted and was involved in all of the citations and the ceremonial uh, salutes and receiving my discharge and my presidential that's awesome certificates and my award and and um, you know he was there lockstep so I couldn't imagine especially because covid was such a major thing that made it super significant because I couldn't have all the people that I wanted so I created a zoom room and I had like a hundred people in our little zoom room and because like and it was on my phone so it was like little <laughs> little pins so you could barely see. So for Ray to go all these years and, you know, part of his Hall of Fame career is going to be that tag team title reign with his son. So I think and, you know, obviously your family plays a huge role in why you do a lot of things. So like you said, I hope they, you know, creatively edit it around or maybe he's sitting, maybe he's sitting at a table with Judgment Day and isn't as like snarky as usual or or maybe he is i don't you know it, but at least he's there and when the cameras aren't rolling you know they can they can um you know give each other their the proper proper uh proper love and respect and stuff so but yeah this this is a very very old school feud that will finally have a bit of closure i don't think it'll be closure closure cuz i think it'll I think there'll be more going forward because it's going to have to involve a mask right uh, down the road. So, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like your story. Like mine was the opposite, right? So I, my, I didn't have a retirement ceremony or anything. So my kids didn't get to be involved. My wife didn't get to get her flowers at the end. Oh man. My kids didn't get to hear the things I did in my career. for all they know, I just was an assassin for the military because that's what they believe. So I just let them believe it. But <laughs> maybe you did. Maybe you but, didn't. Uh, don't make it you weird. Know, it, yeah. Don't make it weird. But <laughs> You know, they didn't get to sit and hear my colonels go up there and talk about the work I did and everything. So, like, for that part of it, I'm like, man, I hope Dom is there and can appreciate that because there were a lot of things that I wish my kids would have known about my career. Not from me telling them, but from, like, the people that I respected going through everything, telling them that we did. And me getting the opportunity to go up there and thank them for their contribution and, you know, understanding that I wasn't there for Christmases or we have to, you know, Santa has to come three days late because dad's going to be gone or you know, whatever the case is. So, you know, I didn't get a chance to go through that. So like, I'm, I don't know, I guess that's maybe that's why I'm like, I really hope Vince doesn't do that. Cause that'd be some, like, I'd be pissed if my kid wasn't involved. Right. And hopefully he understands that. Ho hopefully Vince isn't completely shut off to the real world and can, um, you know, appreciate that. Or maybe, you know, we're all just still a little black and blue from the Vince era. And it is triple H and he just slipped up, but he'll get back on track, and we'll be we'll be right as rain. So, yeah. So after uh, after that segment, sad to say, and it wasn't because I don't love women's wrestling. 
it was just there there was no build up to the to this tag team match and it I get we're trying to get some kind of four-way dance going on but now they're just throwing tag teams together and I think Shotzi is a great character. I love Natalia for her like the lineage and the respect. I think Zia Lee is a fantastic athlete. Great move set, fantastic. I love me some Lacey Evans, Urad Devil Dog, stay motivated, drink water. Pulp, pulp, get it, get it. But uh, it made no sense, the pairing. And, you know, there's still other questions on the Monday night side, how they didn't have Carmella. Then it was Piper Nivens, and she was like, well, that's who I wanted to team with anyway. So it was, like, super confusing. So, you know, kudos to uh, Shotzi and Natty. For, uh, for getting their ticket punch to WrestleMania. And Shotzi's entrance on that tank, because uh, her family were military, that's a homage to them. So uh, good for uh, Shotzi and, and Natty. So give them one. One! And uh, we moved on through the card and um, was, uh, you know, happy to, happy to see, again, you know, that uh, Shotzi was getting to... Getting to WrestleMania, I thought that was pretty cool. I would like to see Lacey Evans somehow be involved. They'll probably do another Battle Royal because they have the the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I think they're going to do something else to work to get a few more people. But that's happening on Friday. Smackdown, yep. Before, yeah. So uh, that's my wife's birthday. So her birthday gift could be uh, Lacey Evans getting to WrestleMania, I'm just saying. But <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, she's really, really excited about WrestleMania being on her birthday weekend. That's why we did it this weekend. So super, super. She is so excited that I'm doing a, a brisket and some smoked mac and cheese. I'm doing this bread dish. And some green beans for WrestleMania. Bang! <laughs> we're doing your wife's birthday party, but we're just gonna happen to have WrestleMania on in the background, and it it's just gonna happen- be your friends. <laughs> it ju- yeah, and she's not. <laughs> she's not even gonna be there. Yes, I love you. Happy birthday, my love. Uh, yeah. So we're we won't say the birthday number, um, but we've been married almost thirty years. We got married when we were nineteen. So do the math. Yeah, so we're we're turning a big number this year, not the number, but so she's actually going to a really cool it's called Sippin' Shop. So she won't be with oh, us. Oh, that sounds she'll dangerous. Be with us. Yeah, she she'll be with us in spirit. So the WrestleMania card started to come together. We got another tag team uh in the the women's showcase is what they're calling it, showcase match. And then what I thought was going to be my favorite part of the card was a promo and a contract signing. I didn't think it was going to go the way it did. And I didn't think we were going to see the match we did afterward. Oh, so good though. Because we've seen it before. Yeah. Because when he was Walter, um, those two rumbled in, um, NXT UK, right? UK. Thank you. NXT UK. And then they rumbled. yeah, and they rumbled in uh, in regular NXT as well. And dude, those two, they used to put on matches. And it was old boy Butch who took the title off of Gunther. And then Butch would go on to hold the NXT UK title for 
for a minute and uh, both of them really really crisp great moves I think it has a lot to do with that that British not quite Japan style where everything is like really really up high but everything is super crisp not too many wasted motions sort of like that Randy Orton breaking news on Randy Orton coming up too and uh, yeah so I, that match I really really like that match I thought it was I thought it was a lot of fun I like how they got to it too because yeah. I like how Gunther was like, I don't want to hear from you and you and you. And he points right at and especially you. And he just jumped across the table at him and <laughs> hey, make this match right now. I was like, yeah, I thought that was fun. I had a yeah. good time with that. I thought the match was great. Uh, like you said, they, they had a couple bangers in uh, UK and uh, NXT, which were fantastic. And I absolutely enjoyed that. And, and the ending with the bro kick and all that good stuff. I think that triple threat is going to be a, a really good match. And that's all I'm going to say. I'll, I'll save it for my WrestleMania preview because <laughs> I'll keep going on these tangents and give away. We'll end up recording that show and everybody's gonna be like, I already heard all this. Yeah, because so, the, uh, the way I think it's going to end, whoo, man. So with Gunther being your intercontinental champion, this is going to be a fantastic match. I think we we talk about champions make titles and titles make champions or make the man or women because China held the Intercontinental title for a minute. it's. I really think this match is going to elevate the Intercontinental Championship, and going forward with that title, who the champion is going to be, who I think is the champion is going to be, it's just going to continue to elevate it. And the subsequent storylines for those other two wrestlers, superstars, whoo, man, they are, they're going to be made, because everybody, I think everybody is going to get over and uh, the one specific superstar that goes over is going to be uh, is going to be, yeah, is going to be in a good position going forward. That'll drop Wednesday. Like you said, <laughs> we'll drop that Wednesday. It'll go live. Uh, I don't know when we'll probably record it uh, after Monday Night Raw. Maybe Tuesday we'll record that one because kind of want to see some final notes, maybe some cheat codes on going in coming out of Raw on what I think will happen. But I actually we could probably record it today because I think I have a good idea. I think I think we got most of the. Pieces in place. I don't think anything's going to change on Monday. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so after that match was the KO show, right? We had a, a backstage piece with the Prophets, uh, oh, yeah. Ricochet, yep. and uh, uh, Braun Strowman. Um, just some chitter-chatter back and forth. Yeah. I really did, and I'm just such a huge Ricochet fan and a huge uh, Montez Ford fan that I hope that means something for their future. I, I don't necessarily like how everybody keeps going down to NXT to, you know, get you know, get made or remade or whatever, Gargano going back down to, mm-hmm. to go against Waller, the the New Day carrying the tag team titles for a little bit to do stuff. You've got um, uh, Apollo Crews is back down there kind of toiling. Like, just get behind them, get creative going. There's a lot of people making a decent amount of money that have good chops as far as wrestling and creative and who's doing what to who and how to get from point A to point B. And if we can do it, you know, sitting in, I'm in a, what used to be a bedroom. I'm, I could book all day to be super entertaining, or I could book all day to be Vincey, or I could book all day to destroy a show. 
we need to, you know, we need to figure something out. And, you know, with, with the Mysterio thing, I thought that was perfect. That was like the best part of the, the show. And to, um, finally get that piece buttoned down and how we were saying like, Oh, this, this storyline was a couple weeks ahead. This storyline was a week ahead. Did we really need three hour or two hours to get one storyline and a t-shirt, you know, presented? Maybe not. I did in fact buy that, uh, <laughs> that t-shirt. So I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the KO mania. I have one from a couple years ago too. So I think that's, um, I think that's a good piece of piece of work that they that they got in. So, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, I guess one of the things I will say, uh, speaking of the KO thing, I, I did like the hug thing. You only get one a year. Ah, come yeah. on, bring it in for a hug. And then they get jumped <laughs> at the end. Yeah. So I, I did appreciate that. I, the T-shirt reveal was what it was. But the one thing that frustrated me, and this goes back into the whole rumor that that Triple H has stepped back a little more and Vince is in charge, is not a single match other than the women's tag team match ended clean without interference or something else going on. And that just frustrates me. I mean, it's like, just let them, let them have a match. Like not everybody in your company needs to be protected all the time. So uh, even, even the, uh, the, the butch, uh, Gunther match, you know, we didn't need to see Sheamus and everybody getting involved in the match. Just let them have a match. Obviously Gunther's going to go over, let him go over. And butch looks great in defeat. I just, it, that part frustrates me. And I think that's always been a frustration, and I just noticed it a lot more on this show. Maybe because the Cody one was such a in-your-face at the beginning because it was such it was a shock. So glaring, yeah. Because And then I just kind of paid attention to through the rest of the show. Uh, I could very well be part of it. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, my, my final rating for this SmackDown, like the, the SmackDown, well, I guess technically next week's too, but I think all they're doing is the Andre Battle Royal and nothing much. But to me, this was the final kind of go-home SmackDown. Man, it was just two, two beards for me. Yeah, likewise. And, you know, the I had such high hopes and not just because I'm a L.A. Knight. You're a fan. I thought they had the players in place. You're going to have Cody there. You're going to have Sheamus, McIntyre, Gunther, uh, Ludwig. The Rey Mysterio is going to be on the show. You're going to get some close because I, I honestly thought that the Dominic thing would go the way it was going to go. And it didn't. And. Oh man. So 
uh, like you said, though, you, you know, as a as a wrestling slash sports entertainment fan, you want to send the fans home happy, and we can get into what happened um, after SmackDown went off. Um, but we'll we'll roll right into the we'll roll right into. Well, I mean, if you if you want to cover it, you can. I, I didn't. I haven't seen it or read anything about it. So if you want to do a quick recap of what they did after the show went off. Uh, let me see if I can guess, though. Let me see if I can guess. Based on what... So we ended the show with the Usos attacking Sammy and Owens. So either they set up a tag team match, like come out, make that tag team match official, or they did some kind of goofy three-way match with Solo and the Usos versus Cody and Cody and KO, or some kind of combination of that would be my guess. Yeah, they had, uh, they had the Usos, Sammy Zayn... And Kevin Owens in the ring, a um, bunch of other fun stuff happened, and I had my notes here. And then the they furthered the father son father son action, and it was it there was a lot of uh, extracurriculars. My my uh, other laptop just started jacking around with me, but the crowd yeah, don't make it was. Weird. Not to make it weird, the whoa! I got to delete my browser history. The <laughs> the crowd, though, they were so into it that uh, one of the guys said that, or one of the contributors, Matt Boone, was a contributor for this, who said that he wished the crowd had gone as wild and live during the show as they did. So it it was uh, Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn, the Usos with Cody Rhodes and Solo Sokoa, and they had a full-on match. And he didn't—he didn't necessarily let in to who won, uh, but there were multiple referees involved, so it looked like there was a lot of fun. And they had some backstage segments that furthered furthered the storyline. So that's something really cool that the WWE has been doing a lot more with the the dark action after the cameras go off. So kudos to the WWE, you know, given the, the, the WWE universe a little bit more, a little more love. So, uh, yeah. So two, uh, two beards voted twice by, uh, the distinguished panel of (laughs) Ellie Jair and JT. And so we're changing gears and we went from this WWE sports entertainment production to pro wrestling at its finest in a smaller stadium than, is, uh, than eh. <laughs> um, yeah, probably a little too uh, gracious to, uh, to the hosts here of uh, the no shave man key. But I think the, the, the crowd, they were, they were ready to go. They were feeling it. And if you knew you were going to see Penta in a match to start this part of the show, oh boy. um, yeah, you had to know you were going to see some action. And as the book of Hobbes gets thicker and thicker and thicker, um, I think this is styles make fights. And I really had high hopes for for what we were going to see. And I don't want to say the finish was obvious, but the finish was obvious. Yeah, I, we all knew Hobbes was going to go over. I hate QTV and I hate oh, that Hobbes is... Passion. is with yeah, and I hate that Hobbs is kind of intertwined. So, uh, if it's just so frustrating. 
So I know you're just kind of more, you've always watched AW, but you're kind of paying more attention to it. Uh, he had a really great feud with Ricky Starks, and he did some really good stuff with Sting and Darby Allen when it was Team Taz versus Sting and Darby Allen. So there's good things there, and they've built him up. He did this Book of Hobbs stuff where he did these amazing promos talking about how hard his life was and growing up. And I thought coming out of those, we were going to see powerhouse Hobbs either as a face or as a heel. I could take either one, but with this really awesome story. So if he was coming in as a face, like, look at all this stuff or survived. Now I'm here. Or, hey, I've, you know, watched people get murdered. I've watched my, uh, what was it, uncle get shot and bleed out in front of him and all this other horrible stuff. And now I'm going to murder everybody you love. That's awesome. Like, do it. Why in the hell are we involving with QT Marshall and QT TV? No offense to those guys. Like QT Marshall's got a good brain for the business. I mean, he's one of the producers on a lot of the matches in AEW right now. Uh, I just, I, I, I don't want to see Hobbs tied to this. And Tony Khan is very good at listening to fans. I have not seen on Twitter, Reddit, any of those places where anybody's like, oh, this QTV stuff is the best. Yeah. Uh, and so hopefully it'll catch on. Um, kind of like the Nightmare Collective when Cody was back that his wife started that everybody hated. So it went two or three weeks and then crashed and burned. Just like the Dark Order started off really bad. They brought Brody King in, made some changes, and they became one of the best factions there was. Now, yes, a lot of that had to do with how awesome Brody King was, rest in peace. But uh, so... I'm not saying that this is doom and gloom and Hobbs will never be coming into this. They could absolutely spin it into something and he'll be great. But right now I'm just like, ugh, come on, man. Like why there's so, uh, mm, yeah, the match was great. Uh, and, and I knew it would be because Penta is fantastic and Hobbs is fantastic. I uh, just, the QTV stuff we don't need. And after watching SmackDown and all the goofy ass, no real finishes to go ahead and doing it in my first match or rampage, just really frustrated me. Yeah, I I totally agree. And like QT Marshall, I get he was a Cody guy, and he you know they're they're doing this QTV as a play on TMZ, and I thought it was kind of funny when they did the the Wardlow. They showed the video of them breaking in to Wardlow. I'm like, okay, cool. And never in a million years did I think that this would, I'm trying to think of the right word, like almost, I don't want to use the word bury, but I mean, eventually it's going to get to the point where Hobbs is guilty by association because of this dumb storyline, because you, you stop and start a wrestler or superstar. Look at Lacey Evans. They've stopped and started her. How many times look at Ricochet stopped and started. How many times they're getting ready to stop and start hooks. A hook, you know, what is that going to do? They've got um, a couple other tag teams over in AEW that are just kind of toiling in the middle. AR Fox is sort of this uh, complementary piece to um, Top Flight, but he's got so much potential. So I'd hate to see Hobbs and his TNT title reign line up with uh, Drew McIntyre's world title reign during the COVID era. And, you know, he had to do it in front of a bunch of screens and Hobbs has the tools. He can cut a decent promo. There's wrestlers and athletes and personalities in AEW that he can have a fantastic run 
and for some reason to get paired with QTV to to get over, and I'm air quoting those who don't have the uh, executive version of the streaming service, which doesn't exist yet. And I just, oh man, like you, I hope, I hope this the, I hope Tony hears this, not necessarily just from us, but he hears it from the fans and goes, okay, my bad, let me let me resituate and. Hobbs breaks out of this and then it, it's no more. Yeah. Even if they take the title from Hobbs and he turns on QT and the gang and, and runs through them all and then put him back later. But you know, yeah, it, they got to do something with it. Cause right now that title just, I, I appreciate the open challenge. I appreciate the matches they're giving us. I don't appreciate the QTV part of it. And, Not at and, all. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I already see now, like we're setting up for, obviously it's going to be the, Lucha Brothers versus probably what Hobbs and you know Aaron Solo. Nobody wants to see that, especially when the Lucha Brothers are looking at the Ring of Honor t- tag titles. Like my assumption is Supercard Honor, they're going to win that ladder match, unless they go with Top Flight on that or Aussie Open. Uh, that could uh, be a good. One. We might even have to do a show on that because that show, man, that card is. Yeah, whew, the, that card is. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I don't necessarily think Aussie Open, but I mean, I. I don't see why not, you know, now that we're saying it out loud, but I just want the T. So I'd like the AEW titles to be clean, to be distinct and different. I'd like the ring of honor titles to be clean, distinct and different. If you're going to have the pure and the world championship and the TV championship tag team, the trios, is there one more? No, that's that's it. it. And just, you know, do a, an occasional run-in or a one-off, whatever. If you're going to collaborate with Ju- New Japan, right on. Have a have a great relationship with them because they've got so many fantastic athletes over there on that on that uh, roster. But the yeah, to to confuse it, just to muddle it down with just some weird, weird like creative stuff to get QT on TV or in the ring or whatever. Uh, I, I just not with a title because, and not like AEW doesn't have enough titles between the world title, the international title, the TNT title, the TBS title, the woman's title, six man and tag team. That's seven championships. Although it's a fat roster and then ring of honor has just, you know, the same number. I think they have eight, but to like muddy the waters with terrible creative is, very Vincey, and I, I don't. I don't think Tony wants to be part of that, and I don't think the AEW faithful want anything close to what Vince has given the WWE universe. Yeah, I, I agree, and and this is just a stinker of a rampage for me because we go from that to the Ricky Starks, Juice Robinson. Hopefully, it's short lived, and we can get um, we can get Starks moving forward. Whether it's going to be with a a TNT title reign, or maybe he's. You know, he's not looked at as one of the pillars, but me personally, I think he's just outside the pillars. So that that could be a a really cool, like peripheral feud that he can whether it I don't maybe not with Darby. He doesn't really have any story with Jungle Boy. So that might be kind of fun to build a story. But I, I think we definitely need to get we need to get the ball rolling with with yeah, Starks. And, and I'm OK. So. Again, right? It's just part of AEW. So maybe this juice thing's got no feel to it and it sucks. But what if it is leading to a Jay White 
appearance, you know, and and maybe we're going to get Jay White versus Ricky Starks. However, mm. I almost wouldn't give it to Ricky Starks now just because of the way he's no-selling this feud. The way he's just kind of nonchalantly, I don't really care about, like, he just doesn't seem to care about it. So I almost wouldn't reward him with a Jay White or anybody else in the Bullet Club that that could potentially come in. Yeah, he's coming out with the poopy yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I don't want to be doing this. I don't know. I yeah. just... Can I make it any more obvious that I don't want to right. be part of this after I was just part of with the yeah, Ocho, after I beat Jericho and twice. that should be worth something, right? Clean. Yeah. I beat Jericho twice. Clean, clean, clean. Yeah, not even clean, but clean, yep. clean. Um, and then there, see, I sort of skipped over inadvertently. So now we're going to see Omega uh, Jeff Hobbs mm. show up and Cobb, or yeah, Cobb, Jeff sorry, Cobb. Cobb. Ooh, and wait that dude is a freaking monster and they're gonna fight for the most glorious title aesthetically in wrestling for the new japan united states championship next week on dynamite and dude that is gonna be a banger for, for those of those who may not have seen it uh if you go back after wrestle kingdom they did a show in osaka i think it was and it was kenny omega and um Okada, man, I drew a blank on his name for a minute. Kenny Omega and Okada <laughs> versus Will Hobbs or Will Hobbs. Wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was my fault. <laughs> Joe versus Cobbs and the great Okan. And some of the interaction between Cobb and Omega, man, them on a one-on-one match. Dude, that's going to be wait. strong, strong. My only little minor complaint about this one, which I guess is not really a complaint, is with Forbidden Door in what, two months. I feel like we're getting a lot of those crossovers already because we've got, uh, you know, the pure champion, um, Yuta taking on some of the New Japan guys over in Ring of Honor. We've got, uh, I just, I, yeah, there's just these little all cross, like this match, like Cobb and Omega, it, it's already like, well, that's a Forbidden Door match. Granted, I would much rather see Osprey and Omega at Forbidden Door or Okada, Omega 5. I'd be okay with that one too. So maybe that's what it's going to be. Maybe. Holy yeah. cow. If I could see that in person, unfortunately, uh, JT Can't and I it. aren't going to make it to uh, Canada. But yeah, whoever's going to make their way to the Forbidden Door and they are going to be in the presence of that Forbidden Door 2, I think you're going to see Monet show up with that IWGP women's title. I think you are going to see if. If Jay, man, if Jay White signs, I don't think he would be part of the Forbidden Door card. I still card. think he's going WWE. Just, yeah. Um, Kenny Omega will put that title up if Will Osprey is oh, healthy. And you, gosh. whoever is in the presence of Will Osprey, watching him go um, at Forbidden Door 1. Against uh, Orange Cassidy. Was such, it was such... My pleasure to watch that and to see the storytelling. And if they were to go now, um, if they were to go now where freshly squeezed is compared to where he was last year would even be, would be even better, but I'm sure they're going to put Will Osprey in, in with one of the top, top players. So hopefully he gets healthy and he's, he's ready to go. Because I think he definitely deserves a a strong showing. Yeah, the, the um, biggest rumor was hit him and Omega too. 
That was the big rumor was that that was going to be a Forbidden Door man, 2 was Omega awesome. Osprey 2. I'm, I'm there for that, man. Oof. Hey, don't. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll you know, we'll definitely have a a record party and uh, check that out at in the cave and, and see what's good. So uh, the next part of business that they had going was the Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett. Satnam Singh, Sanjay Dunt piece in the back going on and on about how Jeff Jarrett sort of got cheated or he should be the international champion. And um, they're talking about how they're, they still want to win the tag team championships and blah, 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 blah. I don't, I don't want to say I'm tired of seeing it, but Jay Lethal was so phenomenal when he was with impact and on ring of honor and now him being like a complimentary piece really throws me off. And then Jeff Jarrett being such a focal piece really throws me off. So I don't know how to feel about, I don't know how to feel about that whole faction. Yeah. But, I, uh, rumor yeah. is the Dan Housen injury kind of swerved some plans. So I, I okay. from what I understand, they were going to try to do more with Dan Housen and the golden globe and some of that other stuff. But but even then, I'm like, still, it's oh, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, it's one person. Like, if you're gonna shut the shut the, you know, shut the station down and send everybody fishing or something, there you got to be able to do something else. So I, you know, I think Jarrett for like his wrestling brain, I think is fantastic. He's one of the brand ambassadors. And then you know, Satnam Singh, you can't teach seven foot six. And Sanjay Dunt and Jay Lethal are hilarious, but I'd I'd like to see Jay Lethal be a little more little more lethal, and um, you know. So going from that piece of business to the Jake Hager Brody King was uh, sort of a I like that match. What do you call it? Like clean your palate off or whatever. That was probably the top top piece of business besides anytime I get to see Taya on, on screen for AEW that's up there for me with seeing, um, Cody Rhodes, not quite by Kingo, but, uh, <laughs> you know, Taya is fantastic and I, I can't wait to see that match is going to be what good. she does going forward. Yeah. Her move set, her charismatic, like the way she moves, the entrance, it isn't so mechanical. Okay, I got to hurry up, get down to the ring and do my move sets and get my stuff in and leave. It's 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 very, you can tell that she works and does a lot of work with uh, with uh, her husband, Hennigan. And she it's very male oriented, if not to be disrespectful, but the but the work and the, you know, the the way the program is is feels um it felt it felt very very crisp and um yeah i I, i'm here for it i think that is going to be a fantastic match i don't i don't know how it's going to go because i don't think jade would drop it on the first go but you brought ty in for a reason and i yeah so i'm i'm here for it though i think it i think it's going to be really good uh, and I don't want to gloss over the uh, the Hager Brody King match either. We kind of glossed it and went right into the Jade thing, but that that match was pretty. Yeah, good, sorry man. about like, that. Yeah, I got excited. Yeah, <laughs> I hate Ty. Ty does that for you, man. But uh, don't make it weird. Mm, don't make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, new shirt. Yep. New shirt, yeah, y'all. Definitely the Brody King man. That guy 
He's really, really good. And I'm a little disappointed the House of Black Elite feud didn't go on longer because I would have loved to see Birdie King and, and Omega go at it. I can't imagine that they would have a bad match. Like that would have been so good. Uh, and and Hager, Hager has Hagerisms. Like he's he's not the greatest worker in the ring, but this match was decent. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was probably like you said, probably my highlight of the the show. Um, the Jade stuff was what it was. I'm I'm not as big of a Valkyrie fan as you, but I appreciate that they've got new blood in and new women. Uh, that it'll be a decent feud going forward. However, uh, yeah, that that match took it for me and. And then I think the, the main event was next or very close to next. And even that didn't do a whole lot for me because they've done nothing to build. I uh, man, I don't even, I, Matt Taven and uh, I can't even think of their names now, but uh, the rap coming out was pretty good. Uh, you know, uh, caster just absolutely annihilating them was hysterical, but the, the match itself was just decent. I didn't have a whole lot to say about it. It was, uh, it was what it was. I think Jake Hager is a very good complimentary piece. Um, he's held a couple of world championships when he was, uh, you know, with the WWE, great MMA background, a uh, national champion in uh, over in Oklahoma, and really, really athletic. And but he's, I think he's found his niche as that complimentary piece. And at this stage in his career, he may or may not be. You know, he might be happy. I don't I don't know what what is uh, what his deal is. But the 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 piece of work that they've been doing with the kingdom with sort of like sprinkling in them at ringside and uh, them being Matt Taven and um, Mike Bennett, I think. uh, And then um, his his wife, Maria, I think that's super interesting. But. Again, we're we're bleeding the lines of AEW and Ring of Honor and Tony saying, oh, no, I'm going to book them separately. Not that uh, Bennett doesn't deserve TV time, not that Matt Taven doesn't deserve TV time, because uh, Mike Bennett recently competed for the NWA World Championship, and then Taven is a former Ring of Honor World Champion, so it's not like they don't deserve you know, stick time. And then Maria is one of the founding mothers of the, um, was it wrestle army? I think it is. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're all super talented, but like just having them sort of do that crossover stuff, like what we were talking about before the forbidden door stuff, those matches already occurring. I think I just feel like, yeah, we just kind of need to clean up you know, who's doing what to who and when and where, and, you know, let's get, let's get it through. And, um, the acclaim, no matter who they're going to go against, I don't think they're going to have bad matches. That rap though. And it, oh man. <laughs> uh, there were some things in that one. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> you know, the, the line about the sec may hit yeah, some of <laughs> the line about, uh, being a cuck, the line about, you know, herbing and playboy. And <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to go into all of it, but there were a couple of those lines. I was like, Whoa, I don't feel like censoring myself uh, like I did the the uh, dynamite review. <laughs> that took a little bit of time with yeah. my f bombs, but yeah, yeah, it was it. Rampage was rampage. I mean, I, I didn't think it was a great show. Didn't think it was a horrible show. Uh, it was there. I mean, I understand they under they knew it was being moved to like a Saturday night at ten o'clock. So why book it hard? Yeah, I, th- for those of us who watch it all the time, give us a little something. 
you know, I guess. Right. And uh, yeah, my, my final beard when that was two also. So fry down, fry down, Friday was just a big old poo-poo for Friday, Saturday, I'll say. Big old deuce. Big old, a big old <laughs> poo-poo for the, for the shows this, yeah. this weekend. Yeah, I, I like you, you know, you love and honor AEW. You're one of, you know, I'd argue just, you know, I'd argue with anyone to say that you're not an original. And to see, to see some of the storylines go, you're just like, dude, like, You've got all these fantastic athletes. Ring of Honor, they're you're doing your I think they're doing two tapings a week. So they're building up that library. They're doing a lot of really good stuff. You've got two separate tapings for Elevation and Dark Elevation. And then you have Rampage and then you have Dynamite. That is a lot of television to produce. So wherever TK is in the world, if he's floating back and forth between Orlando and Jacksonville, he may be leaving tablet, you know, pads everywhere and, you know, mixing up his pencil. So, you know, you've, you've talked about giving the pencil to a particular performer and, uh, his name rhymes with junk. (laughs) So whether, you know, they end up doing it or not, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't either. He might've burned a couple of bridges if it wasn't a work on some of the stuff he just dropped. Dude, if he could just be quiet for five minutes, you know, he did say something nice about working with The Rock, and I posted that. I was like, wow, he's got something nice to say. And then he had something to say about, um, oh, Rey Mysterio. He he posted a thing like, I wanted to punch that dude 13 years ago. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, that'd be child abuse, but whatever. Times were different back then. So if he could just stay off Twitter, not do some interviews for like 30 days, or like you said, this might all just be a work and he's going to come back. And I almost wore um, my Pillman shirt where, you know, I was Pillman just was just Pillman. off on this. Yeah. And he was just off on this wild yep. tangent to a point to the point where um, if you haven't watched the fall of WCW and the and and the Pillman dark side of the ring where he convinced the WCW to release him from the contract so he could go off and do this new dark character like, whoo. So, but we'll see what uh super creative I'm fine. If he doesn't come back to wrestling, I would love to see we'll, like we'll, two years, a year down the road, uh, true stories of wrestling. And we find out the entire thing from all out to now has been a work. Like he got injured in the match. They talked about it. He's like, Hey, I've got an idea. Let's do this. So you can write me off TV while I recover. And boom, like now we find out this is all the work, uh, a shoot work, maybe, maybe he was pissed about. I mean, that would be so good. Even if it's not, just tell us it is and bring his ass back and do something with him. The break into Wardlow's car had nothing to do with QTV. Right. But for them to play it out like that, just like what you're saying, like, okay, CM Punk, yes, he was injured, but um, blah, 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 right. blah, blah, blah. You know, like, and if, <laughs> oh man, like, Oh, my brain would be great. is like 16 gerbils in a wheel right now. That would be, that would be bonkers. Yeah, it'd be wow. good stuff. So yeah, so back to Dude. Rampage, focus back in. Uh, yeah, I gave it two, two beards on me. So it was a, a double deuces on uh, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, two beards. Uh, crowd was obviously tired 
because they, I think they do a dark elevation recording, then they do the yeah. dynamite, and then they do the it's rampage. A long show if you go. Thank you to uh, WWE AEW for uh, giving us the deuce. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, I'm not even going to ask you because I think I know the answer. But I guess to make it official, I'll ask: What was your show of the week? Show of the week. Uh, I really enjoyed NXT, but I'm going to go with Monday Night Raw. Really over dynamite. Um, over dynamite, I uh, just like reflecting back on everything and the the You're such a shill for yeah, WWE. I, no. <laughs> I know. I by the way, my uh, my account number is <laughs> blank blank blank. If <laughs> Vince, if you're I, sending I, uh seventeen point three around, I, there's no way over here. Really, man. Yeah. All right, all right. So Vikingo Omega didn't do nothing for you, huh? <laughs> Ooh, you know, Vikingo definitely is my new favorite wrestler, uh, and I'm a huge Cody fan. I just think what Vikingo is doing, moving from um, association and federation and, you know, everywhere, just really having a great showing, I think is fantastic. The The story work with the elite is is a lot of fun, but then they muddle it down with you know jamming 10 pounds in a five pound bag and just kind of muddling some of the storylines and bringing in and out ring of honor and new japan and and i appreciate that because i like to see everything but at a certain point you're like okay enough is enough let's do this wow yeah i wasn't expecting that i totally thought you were gonna go dynamite this week because we both gave dynamite four and a half so i was surprised yeah dynamite was mine i mean i'm sorry raw bored me and we we talked about when we did the review, but dynamite from front to back, the the elite getting attacked to the mid card story with uh, Callus to wrapping it up at the end to the hangman stuff. Then you had some of the other storylines, the four pillar stuff going on. Man. I just I had to go with dynamite. That that was my show of the week. I feel like I just got a. Uh, I I feel like I just wa- I was buying a car. Okay, no shame, man cave fans. We had some issues with the audio at the end here. So uh, what Ellie Jarrett was going to say is how awesome my pick was and he was going to flip. Just kidding. Nope, he's sticking with his uh, Raw review. I went with uh, Dynamite as my pick. And uh, just uh, he's not here to do his closer, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I want to thank everybody uh, for listening. You know where to follow us. No Shave Man Cave on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Expect to see some more YouTube coming out as we are getting better and better at trying to drop some videos on there. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please uh, hit subscribe. If you're on iTunes, uh, Spotify, or wherever you're getting your podcast from, subscribe to us. We uh, appreciate every single one of you and everything we're doing. Since Ellie Jair is not here, I will go ahead and do the hot take at the end. I'm not sure if I'm as good as he is, but as he would say, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. At No Shave Men Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the No Shave Men Cave.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.